Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for August 6th, 2023. Please join in our call to worship. One God has adopted everyone in love and saving grace, adopted me, adopted you. The Lord is good to all, and God's compassion is over all creation. God challenged Jacob, but faithfully held him through injury and famine. The Lord is good to all, and God's compassion is over all creation. God feeds us with abundance in our scarcity, our fear, our need. The Lord is good to all, and God's compassion is over all creation. God promises again and again to be with us as we wrestle with Scripture, name our suffering, and lift our gratitude. The Lord is good to all, and God's compassion is over all creation. God longs to care for you, sustain you, comfort you, and make you God's own child. As we gather to worship you together, O God, open our hearts, minds, and souls to your truth, your love, your joy. Help us always remember the Lord is good to all, and God's compassion is over all creation. Thank you. 
O God, we thank you that you give us a foretaste of heaven in this gathering. Bless our worship and keep our eyes fixed on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Today is a blessing for when you are afraid from the book The Lives We Actually Have by Kate Bowler and Jessica Ritchie. God, I am paralyzed by fear, afraid my past might creep back to haunt me, afraid of what might happen next, afraid of what might not. For my loved ones, my kids, my friends, my parents, my job, my nation, and my world, Afraid, afraid, afraid. Blessed are we who admit, God, I'm afraid. Blessed are we who confess, I don't know how to stop this spin cycle of worry. You know our anxious minds. You fill our restless hearts. You promise us your presence, the quiet of your love. God, quiet my fears. Hold me when I feel there is no place to stand. For now, may I inhale and exhale your presence. Inhale for our God. Exhale is closer than air. God have mercy. Christ have mercy. Spirit have mercy. Amen.
We continue our series, Consider the Birds, with the topic, The Hen, Fragility and Protection. Our scripture is Luke 13, 31 through 35. At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to him, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. He said to them, Go and tell that fox for me, Listen, I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day I finish my work. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day I must be on my way, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed away from Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it, how often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. See, your house is left to you. And I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. This sermon is with great thanks to Kurt Borgman and Nadia Bolz-Weber. My mother loved her chickens. She loved getting the baby chicks in the early spring. One of my favorite memories is of our little James being taught to gently hold a baby chick. He was probably as little as his tiny Abigail is right now. Mom's chicken coop was an old trailer house surrounded by a really good chain-link fence. For the most part, it kept the chickens safe because, really, the world is a dangerous place for chickens. Chickens are prey animals. They really don't have much defense against whatever predator wants to make a meal of them. At the beginning of today's scripture, the Pharisees come to warn Jesus that he really should get away from this place where he has been preaching and teaching because, they tell him, Herod wants to kill him. I'm not sure if it's a warning born of concern or calculation, but I suspect the latter, because if you read the several chapters leading up to this moment, Jesus has been really hard on the Pharisees calling out their hypocrisy, questioning their motives, challenging their religious practices. So, while it is possible that the Pharisees might be warning Jesus in order to save him from Herod, I expect it is more likely that they are using the threat of Herod to get Jesus to clear off. In any case, Jesus responds to their warning by taking it at face value. He tells them, Go and tell that fox for me, Listen, I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day I finish my work. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day I must be on my way, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed outside of Jerusalem. In other words, he is saying something like this, Tell Herod, 
and perhaps be aware yourselves, you Pharisees, that I am going to continue to do what I do. I have work to do, the work of mercy, the work of healing, and I will not be dissuaded or distracted from that work. My focus is on the protection and nurture of those who need protection and nurture. I am not driven by fear. I am driven by compassion. Those sound like the words of a person who has enormous emotional resources. Resources of strength and courage. But the strength and courage Jesus is naming is different than what is sometimes presented as strength and courage. What Jesus is offering is not the strength and courage of fighting back or defending oneself. Rather, it is the strength and courage of wading into the impossible without a need to control the outcome. Wading into the threat without the need to respond in kind. That's why the image of the mother hen is so important and so striking. The mother hen is not the mother bear. The mother hen is not the mother lion. The mother hen does not have teeth or claws to defend herself and her young. All the mother hen can do is gather her chicks under her wings to shield them because she doesn't really have the tools to repel an attack or to mount a counterattack. All she has is the strength of sacrifice motivated by love. The world is a dangerous place. We, of course, know that. The news headlines are heartrending these days. Refugees, bombs, civilian casualties, people fleeing for their lives, men of all ages pressed into military service, piles of rubble and burned-out cars. It's hard to know what to do with those images. It stirs those fight-or-flight impulses. Defending home and hearth seems noble and right. It's hard to think about things like nonviolence or loving the enemy at times like this because our instincts are toward self-defense toward survival, and not toward self-sacrifice. But then we remember the mother hen. She isn't thinking about attacking. She isn't even thinking about defending herself. She is thinking about sheltering her chicks. She spreads her wings to shelter them from threats that come from above. The predator will have to go through her to get to her chicks. She cannot fight back, but she does not back down. Where does that put us, we who identify with Jesus, we who claim the mother hen as our example, our hope? In her reflections on this passage, Lutheran pastor Nadia Bowles-Weber writes, Never once have I stopped being afraid just because someone said, Do not be afraid. I am afraid. So maybe our hope for becoming unafraid 
is found in the part where Jesus calls Herod a fox and then refers to himself as a mother hen. A mother hen. Maybe that beautiful image of God could mean something important to us. And by us, I mean we fragile, vulnerable human beings who face very real danger. I can't bear to say that this scripture is a description of what behaviors and attitudes you could imitate if you want to be a good, not-afraid person. But neither can I tell you that the mother hen thing means that God will protect you from Herod, or that God is going to keep bad things from happening to you. Because honestly, nothing actually keeps danger from being dangerous. A mother hen cannot actually keep a determined fox from killing her chicks. So where does that leave us? I mean, if danger is real, and a hen can't actually keep her chicks out of danger then what good is this image of God as Mother Hen if faith in her can't make us safe? Well, today I started to think that maybe it's not safety that keeps us from being afraid. Maybe it's love. Which means that a Mother Hen of a God doesn't keep foxes from being dangerous, A mother hen of a god keeps foxes from being what determines how we experience the unbelievably beautiful gift of being alive. God, the mother hen, gathers all of her downy, feathered, vulnerable little ones under God's protective wings so that we know where we belong, because it is there that we find warmth and shelter. But faith in God does not bring you safety. The fox still exists. Danger still exists. And by that I mean danger is not optional, but fear is. Because maybe the opposite of fear isn't bravery. Maybe the opposite of fear is love. So in the response to our own Herods, in response to the very real dangers of this world, we have an invitation as people of faith, which is to respond by loving. Robert Boardman says, There are plenty who put their faith in the fox. We put our hope in the hen. We are not strong enough to stop every threat, but we can be courageous enough to face every fear. And we don't have to give in to fight or flight. Sometimes we can just stay right where we are and spread our wings for the sake of the vulnerable, the young, the weak. We can spread our wings because Jesus spreads his wings like a mother hen. Go and tell that fox that I'm busy, bringing good news to those who need it, being the hands and feet of God in this world. Go and tell that fox that I've got better things to do in this world than huddle in a corner waiting to die. Go and tell that fox that we're busy living, but when the time comes, we'll be under the wings of Jesus." 
Come along, chickens. We've got some living to do. Amen. Let us pray. O God, we thank you that you have gathered us under the wings of love. Help us to gather others as you have gathered us. In Jesus' name, amen. benediction. The Lord is good to all, and God's compassion is over all creation. God will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. Amen.